Welcome Queen, my name is Ezra and I am the host of She Is Ezra, the podcast. In this podcast, I am bringing to you all things spirituality, personal development, love and business. From the bottom of my heart to yours, I thank you for taking this journey with me today. Let's dive in. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay my deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that this is and will always be sacred dark and young land. Hello, my loves. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so honored and happy to have you here. And by the way, I just want to say, keep writing to me because I want to hear from you. My DMs are wide open for you to share anything on your mind with me and potentially have it featured on this podcast. I feel so unbelievably grateful that I've had such an amazing response and so many people are willing to step forward and share and be vulnerable. I think it's just so beautiful. And to everyone who has come forward thus far, you guys should be commended for your courage, for your vulnerability. I just love it. Now, I hope that you are having a wonderful day and I hope that you are being kind to yourself. Just take some time to acknowledge how far you have actually come and remember that being on being really hard on yourself is actually taking up space, space that could be filled with growth. So I always find that when I'm being really hard on myself, when I actually take my foot off the accelerator, I'm just gentle and kind and in, you know, my more feminine flow, it's amazing what happens in that, you know, time and energy. So this episode is going to be another deep one. I've spent a long time actually thinking about this, of how I was going to respond to this. Um, This is actually my second take of this podcast episode. I took, I did a take a couple of days ago and I listened back to it and I just thought, no, I need to do that again. So this is take two. But I just have been loving, I guess, diving deep into my past and using my own experiences and learnings as a means of providing guidance to my fellow women. It just really lights me up and I guess it makes me feel like I'm on the right path and living in my purpose. So this week, of course, it's another written submission in from one of the gorgeous goddesses who follows me on Instagram, and I'm so excited to unpack this one. So the submission is as follows. I would like to know how to build confidence and not to shy away because of my differences. So this is a very short question, but it's short and it's sweet and it gives me a lot of scope to talk about many different things. And I would just like to start by saying that and just really acknowledge that, you know, to live right now for us 
is actually an incredible time to be alive in regard to embodying who you truly want to be. And our differences are actually celebrated by many. So for all the shortcomings of social media, and I know that it presents its problems, it is actually an incredible tool to spread awareness and acceptance around the world. For example, you know, being spiritual, that's not something that has been widely accepted. You know, I think back to even 20 years ago, even though I was very little, I know that my father first embarked on his spiritual journey and it was something that was uh, really, I guess, on the on on the margins of our Western culture, whereas now it's just becoming more and more immersed. People are becoming quite conscious in the way that they're living. And I really believe that uh, social media is such a wonderful way to spread this awareness and educate people. And I guess it allows people to Uh, learn about different parts of the world that makes up our world and then everyone can just like piece together their own truths and their own person based on their level of access that we actually have to information which is amazing but before I get into talking about differences I just wanted to kind of start with that but let's talk about confidence So I have previously published a podcast episode where I discussed regaining confidence in relation to a certain skill and I went quite deep. So if that's something that interests you, then episode three, I'm sure, will give you some helpful insights and perspectives. But this episode, I'm going to talk more about confidence as a way of being. So confidence in who you are and confidence in the way that you move through life. And you can actually make the decision to be a confident person. As I have said in the past, the way that you define yourself is completely up to you. No one else is allowed to define you. And if they do, it's none of their business to do so. How you wish to be defined and known is completely up to you. So why not decide to be a confident person? Uh, I would actually encourage you now to spend some time, perhaps if you like journaling or even every morning for a week or as long as it takes to become natural, to actually set the intention that you are a confident person. So wake up in the morning and you can say something like, today I'm going to move through my life with confidence. I am the embodiment of confidence and that is my intention. Doing something like that is a really powerful tool to train your subconscious mind because if you say that enough to yourself, your subconscious mind is actually going to take that on as truth. So if you keep telling yourself that you're not confident, that you suck, that you're crap, your subconscious mind just goes, okay, cool. Um, Katie thinks she's crap and she's shit, so therefore she is. So it's really important to the way that you speak to yourself is just so critical. So I encourage 
you to really think about how you're speaking to yourself and really set the intention. Like you have the power to decide anything about yourself. So why not decide to be confident? And people say to me personally all the time, Katie, you're so confident. I wish I could be that confident. And of course, I'm very flattered by this. But what I'm really flattered by is that people notice all the hard work that I have done to live my life in this kind of energy because it hasn't always been this way. I have had my own fair share of issues around confidence. I've had a lot of confidence issues around my appearance, particularly over the years, which is quite evident by how dramatically I changed my physical appearance. So I suppose we can start there. And I just want to, I guess, take you guys back to I'm not going to say which relationship, but definitely my first, one of my first relationships. And it's just amazing how one comment can send you into an absolute downward spiral. I can't tell you how damaging one sentence can be. And I'm sure maybe you can relate to that on some level. But I had, I had comments made to me about my weight. Now, when you're a very young girl and you're kind of moving through puberty, it's very natural for your body to change. Duh, why don't we teach this more in, in PE and health at school that a woman's body is going to get stretch marks and that it's completely normal and that she's going to put on weight around her thighs and her hips are going to expand. Anyway, I had a comment made to me about my weight and for a long time I had a massive complex around my body. So I just want to let you know as well that if you have had something like said to you in your life, whether it's by and, you know, by the way, we hold a lot of value in what our partner thinks or what our parents think or what a friend thinks. So I'm if you've had someone close to you that you value what they have to say, say something that's really given you a complex or put you down in any way, I hope that you know that when people pick on something about you, it is genu- generally a projection of the way they feel about themselves. So they do not get to define you that way and they do not get to define the way that you feel about yourself. So for example, this particular boyfriend who said this to me about my weight and sent me into a downward spiral for I don't know how long, um, he went to the gym a lot and he was very very unhappy with his body. I'm prepared to say that he you know definitely needed to go and talk to someone about the way that he felt about himself. Um and you know I wish that I hope that he has healed from that. I I hope that's not something that he is still carrying, but when I reflect on it, I'm like, hey, it really didn't have much to do with me. It's the fact that he was so overly critical of himself that he just projected that onto me. So I hope that you know that if someone has made a comment about you, 
it generally is going to be a projection of their own feelings. So I just want you to completely do your best to disregard it. But it's amazing, as I said, about how one comment can just change your confidence in the way that you feel about yourself. So back to, I guess, where I was at, where I was talking about the way that I change my physical appearance. Now, I wouldn't take any of it back because it is my own unique journey. And after, but my point, I guess, moving forward now is even though I altered myself so much by, you know, um, dyeing my hair, getting fillers, getting facials all the time, buying new clothes, doing this, doing that, getting breast augmentation. Even though I did all that, I was still so unhappy and I still lacked so much confidence, Um, particularly when I got into relationships. So I think, you know, the world saw me as intimidating and hard and confident and that's the very much what I projected for a long time but I think when I got into relationships particularly I was so insecure and I had no confidence and I felt like I couldn't embody all parts of myself and so anyway I would like to fast forward to now right now when I am living a life as a confident woman who knows her value. And let me tell you something, it didn't happen overnight. And when I've reflected on myself and confidence and when I'm talking with my clients and I've, I've had a lot of realizations about confidence and I think what it really comes down to is actually just self-love. I really believe that most things in life always come back to love. I work on self-love with most of my clients because I believe that self-love is something that can always be strengthened. For example, if a client comes to me for weight loss, I generally don't start with talking about weight loss. I generally start with talking about how that client actually feels about themselves. Because if you love and accept yourself, that creates room for you to change If you're spending all your energy feeling down about yourself, not feeling good, you're taking up space, as I said earlier in this podcast, that could be used for your own personal growth. Loving and accepting yourself creates so much room. Because as we move through life, we change and grow and get and gain different beliefs. So I think it's important to always be conscious of the way we love and nurture ourselves. So for some people, maybe even you, the thought of loving yourself can be very daunting. It can be confronting and almost seem impossible. I remember how much I used to hate myself and do you know what? The choices that I made in my life really did reflect that. I abused my body by partying the way that I did. I dated people who also hated themselves, which unsurprisingly ended terribly for me. So I think there's a lot that can flow from the way that you feel about yourself and confidence is certainly one of them. 
So don't worry if loving yourself feels a little too hard right now because I am going to share some things to consider that will help you along your journey of self-love. The first thing that I think is really helpful and a great way to start embodying self-love is being kind to yourself on purpose when it's hard and when it's easy. So for example, I used to be really hard on myself all the time. If I got, I don't know, bad marks or if I didn't do something as well as I thought I could or I didn't get enough done in a day. Actually, I used to really punish myself when I used to like rest. I used to think I was wasting a day of my life. So I've always just been really hard on myself and I think it's easy to be kind to yourself when things are going really well, but when things aren't, it's very challenging. So just setting the intention around, I'm going to be kind to myself um, and also, you know, you're the only person who you're going to have to consistently live with for the rest of your life. So I think it's really important to be kind. The way that you speak to yourself, and if you just start actually listening, like, how am I talking to myself? Like, I always used to be, like, I guess there's a part of me that um, I certainly for a long time hid behind being a bit of a, a clown and funny and my sense of humor has always been quite self-depreciating um and you know I'd be like oh for f's sake Katie like you know you would do something like that or you just had one job and even though um that's I guess funny in a way or I'd the tone wasn't completely negative it was all it was more so I guess sarcastic it still isn't positive and empowering at all so just having that level of awareness over you know how you're actually speaking to yourself now the second thing is taking care of your mental and physical health even though it's hard sometimes so I mean if I guess when we get in a flow, sometimes we think, oh, I don't need a day off or I don't need to rest or I encourage taking a day off and I never used to, but now I take days off all the time uh, and it's fantastic. And I actually get so much more done when I actually have a day off and I actually rest. So being conscious of your mental health, but also your physical health as well. You know, do you need to rest, but also do you need to exercise that's something I'm personally working on I'm very I'm very motivated when it comes to my businesses and I like to do get a lot a lot of stuff done I'm always studying and I'm always doing something I'm always busy but I don't really look after my physical body and that's something that I've been really trying to do for a long time because It's so important and really by me not exercising or eating well, that's not embodying self-love. So just even having that awareness, like how do you treat your body? How do you treat your mental health? You know, are you allowing yourself room to rest? Another good thing to 
do that really will help you to be the embodiment of self-love is making hard decisions that are best for yourself, even if there is an easier option. So sometimes a good example of this is boundaries. Um, So sometimes it's easier if people in our life are very demanding it's actually can be easier to think oh well I'll just say yes because I just can't be bothered to listen to the you know whatever will come from me saying no so sometimes it's important to think well you know what I'm putting up a boundary I'm protecting myself I'm saying no I'm actually not doing it today sorry And by the way, anyone who doesn't respect your boundaries does not deserve a place in your life. People don't like it when you start putting up boundaries, especially when they're used to taking your energy all the time. They find it very confronting because you're actually holding up a mirror to them to go, okay, I've been crossing the line. I'm embarrassed. Um, Maybe I feel a little bit awkward. So you know, and sometimes they'll turn into like a defense kind of, I guess, character, a defensive character, and they'll start having a go or carrying on or whatever. So it's really important to just, you know, start making those boundaries. And anyone who doesn't respect your boundaries, well, that just says a lot about whether they deserve to be in your life or not. Now, another good thing to do is be gentle with yourself when you don't meet your expectations or you you let yourself down so that's kind of like the first point but more specifically around you so just being just allowing yourself space to make mistakes like we are human and our greatest wounds are our best teachers as my dad always reminds me so even when you know things seem really hard or you're really upset and you're not doing as well as you would like, we're human and we're actually allowed to have room for human error. It just is the way that it is. Another good way to embody self-love is actually asking for help and allowing people to help you. That's something that I personally really, really struggled with. Um, I could not tell you the amount of times I should have asked for help and instead have ended up, whether it's just been in the kitchen and I've ended up burning myself or anything really, there's just, I can't even think of a specific time, but I just know that even in my business as well, like I'm a bit of a, like a one woman show, which is good, but it's important to reach out when you can um, and, you know, not try and do everything yourself Um, That's also asking for support when you need it too. Um, There are a lot of times in my life where I didn't ask for any support when I definitely needed it. Um, I still to this day, I guess there's an element of guilt that comes up. Not so much now, but before, um, earlier in my recent history where I just haven't wanted to bother people with my problems, but it's okay to reach out and think about all the people who reach out to you. So, you know, just remember that asking for help is not a bad thing. It's an actual embodiment of self-love. 
So another one and the last one that I have listed here is respecting, accepting and surrendering your journey instead of hating it or expecting that it should be different. So I'm just going to add a little bit more to that and say accepting when you when when I write, you know, about accepting your journey, it's accepting every part of it so whether it's your physical body whether it's your mental capacity whether it's your archetypes so like if you're a bit of a saboteur you know it's all parts of you just really accepting that 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 is a part of your journey and not judging yourself for it so if you're not happy with a part of you like for example I always had this complex around my ears um because you know a couple of comments that were made at school but they are I mean they're not they're not bad but for me I'm just so I was so self-obsessed not in a negative not in a um not in a way that was like off-putting to other people but just to myself like I was just so hard on myself and uh, you know, I have to just accept that that's, you know, and realize and ex- show gratitude to the fact that I have ears and I shouldn't be so hard on myself. And it's part of my journey. Like, this is who I am. And just, you know, creating room for love and acceptance to all the things that I like about myself and the things that I don't. Um, and then just, yeah, I guess surrendering as well. Surrendering is something that's very, very hard, but just thinking like no I I accept this and I'm trusting that the universe God Allah Buddha whoever or my angels you know or my highest self has the best intention for me and I'm just going to move with the way that my life takes me so if you truly love and accept yourself confidence will flow naturally from that and I can make that as a promise to you So that's, if you're wanting to build self-confidence, I would honestly start there. Now, I'm conscious that this podcast has been going for a little bit. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to create a second episode answering the other half of this question. So just to recap, the question was, I would like to know how to build confidence and not shy away because of my differences. So I've talked about building confidence and how that needs to I believe it needs to start with self-love and self-confidence is actually just a byproduct of self-love. And in the next podcast episode, um, I'm going to be discussing not shying away from your differences. So I will see you there. If you are wanting to explore your spirituality, personal development, and your relationship with love more deeply, I invite you into my world with my arms wide open. I offer online courses, one-to-one experiences, and a membership that is literally transforming the lives of many. You can find me on Instagram at sheisezra and discover more. But for now, beautiful soul, have a wonderful day.